0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight.
1: Welcome to In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin. And with me in the studio today is Lydia Chang, who is the founder of Origin Yoga and Wellness. And uh, it's actually Taipei's first yoga retreat center. And I'm going to have her explain what that means. Um, She left Taiwan when she was a fifth grader and then emigrated to Canada with her family. And she was there for 20 years. And then um, she used to be an accountant. But the thing is that I think one time she was visiting Taiwan. And then anyway, something made her decide to stay. And so she's been back in Taiwan for three and a half years. Anyway, let's meet Lydia. Hi, Lydia.
0: Hello, Shirley.
1: Yes, good to have you. All right, so let's just start right off. I mean, what exactly is a yoga retreat center? I mean, we've got a lot of yoga centers here in Taiwan, but you must stand out to be something different. But what does that mean?
0: A yoga retreat is an all-inclusive, you can think of it like an all-inclusive wellness vacation. So not only you're here for the yoga, uh, you're also here for... A yoga lifestyle experience so that means not only we're doing yoga we're doing meditation we are eating healthy organic food and we are also practicing uh, mindfulness in all the activities that we do including uh, spending time in nature so sometimes we would take our guests out to the ocean which we're very lucky we're surrounded by beautiful ocean and beaches Um, sometimes we go hiking and also part of yoga retreat is connection, helping people connect with the local culture. So we also have curated experiences where uh, visitors can come and connect with the locals here, learn about their story, and in the meantime, also get a chance to experience themselves.
1: This sounds like everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it <laughs> is. Everything that's good, that's it, it's all
1: included in this. This is amazing. Well, okay, how did you have this idea? I mean, what happened?
0: Uh, Wellness, vacation, and yoga retreats is actually quite popular all around the world. Definitely in in East Asia, um, the concept is quite not there yet, but in North America is very popular, and in Europe and um, South Asia as well, very popular. There's probably about more than 5,000 yoga retreat centers around the world. But oh. I guess only one in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
1: Okay. Why why did you decide to do this? I mean, you were in Canada. You were just having a good life and... And being, you know, comfortable as an accountant and making good money, I'm sure. And you, it could have well just, you know, made your living there and everything. But then...
0: Actually, my, my parents, well, my dad and my brother has always been in Taiwan. Oh. Only my mom and I moved to Canada because my parents separated. Oh, I see. So that's see. sort of Got our it. story. Uh huh. Um, so I left... Like you mentioned, when I was about in grade five, and, um, and I spent most of my life in Canada, and I was very happy as an accountant. Like you said, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was good money, it was a good job, and I had a very good life. But yoga has always been a part of my life since I was a child. Oh. Uh, so I mentioned my, my parents, uh, but my first yoga teacher is actually my father.
1: Oh, <laughs> this is getting
0: interesting. Okay. So he, and currently he's our Zim master at the Yoga Retreat Center. So he, he taught me yoga and meditation probably starting at the age of 10. Uh, so that has planted a seed in me since I was very young. Um, and I didn't, for myself, didn't really get back into yoga or seriously consider yoga as a path in my life um, until probably during the time when I was studying and becoming an accountant. So I was trying to uh, pass my CPA, CA exam, um, and I was very stressed out. (laughs) So I remember my dad's teaching, like, oh, you should practice meditation when you're stressed or you should focus on your breath when you're feeling stressed out. So that's when I picked up yoga again. So a chance encounter is probably around 2014. Uh, My dad actually wanted to go to India to take a course. And he needed a translator. So I decided to go with him. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I became a yoga teacher, got certified in India.
1: So you were there not just for a day or two, you were there for quite a period of time for you to get a certificate.
0: Yes, I was there for about three months.
1: I see. Oh, okay. But you had a an accountant job at the time.
0: I did. So you quit. (laughs) No, not quite. So (laughs) this is how I went with my job. I basically promised work that after I go to India and come back with a teacher certificate, I can now offer yoga classes for the company. Perfect. Exactly. And that's what happened. So after I became a yoga teacher or got certified, I returned back to my corporate job. And I started teaching yoga at work. And more and more, it became a very popular program. Uh, And I started doing not just physical yoga, but also mindfulness training for some of the leaders at work. And we even have weekly meditation sessions where we did it over Skype and we had, you know, people from the factories or, you know, people on the road that would Skype in just to meditate together.
1: Really? Wow, that's amazing. People would even go to that extent to be in a class.
0: I had a very good company, to be honest. I was very supportive of, of this program yeah
1: all right so your dad has always been a yoga teacher ever since he was maybe ever since he was young
0: my dad also had a kind of a transformative experience he uh he's always been in taiwan but he used to be um in finance as well he used to be a stockbroker <laughs> <laughs> this is so interesting okay and uh so i think the stress of being a stockbroker and the ups and downs of life, really, that's what got him into starting to learn yoga and meditation.
1: Well, he didn't know any yoga then, though, until he got stressed. And then he went looking around what you should do about it. And then he thought, oh, why not try yoga, right? Was that what what happened?
0: When he told me that it was, you know, it was for especially at least for yoga, a lot of people get introduced to yoga from the physical aspect first. And then Mm -hmm. they become deeper involved or more interested in the spiritual side. So same thing with him. In the beginning, um, he told me he was just eating lunch at a cafe and he saw a poster for a yoga class.
1: Oh, that was it? That was it. (laughs) He decided to go for it. (laughs) How old were you when you started learning yoga? You just liked it from the start.
0: No, I didn't. (laughs) It was... (laughs) I did not like yoga from the start, especially when I was 10 years old, right? You know, and back then, you have to think about this. This is maybe 20, 30 years ago. So back then, it was not very popular. Yoga now is trendy. It's cool. Everyone's doing it. Everyone know what it is. And there's many, many good classes and good teachers. Mm-hmm. But back then, especially in Taiwan, yoga is not common at all. Yeah, So not at all. Exactly. And so when I went to class with my dad, for example, it was just full of old people. It <laughs> <laughs> was not something I would enjoy doing. I just thought it was really boring. The classes were super long, two, three hours, minimal. I'm curious, how about
1: your mom? I mean, did she like yoga?
0: My mom, uh, she does like yoga. She doesn't practice it religiously like like my like my dad, dad does um she is more involved in the more uh, the meditation the spiritual side of things i see yeah.
1: okay wow your whole family of yoga lovers <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so
1: anyway you didn't like it at the beginning mm-hmm. and it wasn't that you know that popular then mm-hmm. so what was it so was it a drag you know going to these yoga classes with your dad then he kind of had to drag you there Yes, no. yes,
0: I would say so uh, but he not—he taught me not only just the physical yoga, he really emphasized also on meditation okay. and the mindfulness part and the values that comes with the yoga practice such as looking within yourself staying grounded no matter what and taking time for self reflection and staying But you were only 10. I know so <laughs> I didn't, really didn't get it at the time like oh my god so much lectures <laughs> I know, okay. I mean now it's profound insight but back then i didn't appreciate it Mm. (laughs) it was not not a pleasant
1: (laughs) this is so funny Mm -hmm. oh well how how long did you persevere i mean i guess you didn't have a choice right you just had to i mean your dad didn't give you any choice you just had to go and then what happened i mean eventually you start liking it right how why, yeah.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Well, I think back then, even though I didn't like it, I went along with it. And I eventually, it did make an impression on me. So I knew it was something valuable. I just didn't get it at the time. Uh-huh. And I picked how, it, how it up How did it again. make an impression on you? How? I think just because you're forced to, I was forced to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to wake up at five in the morning and go to the oh, beach gosh, and like sit there. Five <laughs> in the
1: morning, you know.
0: Yeah. And watch the sunrise.
1: You're listening to In The Spotlight. With Shirley Lin. Okay, you just touched on a point here. You said the beach. You Mm. said the sunrise. Okay. Apparently, what three and a half years ago you came back visiting um, Taiwan, and when you're talking about the beach and everything, because that's where your house used to be, the Mm. place where you used to, where you grew up. It's right by the beach. And you asked me if I know that place, Sa Wan, you know, the yes. White Sand Bay, whatever. Yes. Um, I know that place. I mean, I've always gone there for swimming with another family. And it's all great because it's not usually crowded. And that's why we like that beach, you know. But anyway, so you used to live there. Yes. Yeah. And so anyway, you went visiting and actually for twenty years you were saying, No, you should tell the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So my because my dad was a teacher, I think he always preferred being outside of the city. He always oh. enjoyed being closer to nature. So at some point when he was visiting also by Shawan, and for those who are familiar with Taipei or have lived there for a while, you're right, it is probably the closest beach to Taipei. It's really mm. not that far, it's only within an hour drive. Oh yeah. So he saw this big complex of abandoned building and there's about 200 units and that building is actually quite iconic it's been around for about 50 years it used to be owned by a lot many of the wealthy uh, rich and famous people of Taiwan it's their vacation home oh okay Uh,
1: I didn't know okay
0: (laughs) somehow it became abandoned not overnight but over time Um, a lot of people some people immigrated outside and maybe just the idea of a vacation home never caught on so eventually all the units were abandoned so when my dad got there you know the the place is really run down it still is run down today oh it is still abandoned (laughs) but um he fell in love with it you know Mm -hmm. he he really saw it as a as a perfect place for yoga and meditation especially because it's right by the beach the location is really amazing you can see you can get like a panoramic view of the ocean from the inside he really saw that building as a reflection of, of what, he's, what he's teaching as well as learning about yoga and spirituality. It's the fact that it doesn't matter what, how it is on the outside. It could be very ugly or rustic, but it's that inward journey that matters. Going inside and working on yourself so you can glow from within. Uh, that, that's what matters most. So he saw that building as very symbolic. And eventually he decided to uproot my whole family and move to the beach. <laughs>
1: oh, you guys were living in the city then? Yes. Before prior to that. Oh, I see. Yes, I see. I see. Okay. So now that place is your yoga retreat center.
0: How big is it? So there's four floors. And we've got our di- a dining space, a oh. yoga space. And then we've got enough. Sounds room. really big. It's quite big uh-huh. enough room for about um, comfortably we can fit a group of maybe 14 people.
1: Lily, you're actually a tiny woman to me. I don't know. And to think that actually you're doing such a great thing, being a founder of this whole you know, yoga retreat center, it, it really impresses me. Would you call yourself a, a real like, ambitious entrepreneur?
0: Yes, I, was, I would say so. I've, I've always been ambitious in my corporate life.
1: I can't picture you as a businesswoman. I'm you more as just like a really calm, refreshing kind of yoga teacher.
0: I actually like to call myself a spiritual entrepreneur. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay, that's fitting. That's fitting. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing Lydia right now in front of me. And you started this yoga retreat center and it's been three and a half years. How does the word get around? I mean, is it mostly women who are taking classes from you? But it's not off limits to men, is it?
0: No, no, no. Uh, to be honest, and when I first started, because we are the first yoga retreat center in Taiwan, I didn't really have a clear TA, target audience. I just wanted to open up to everyone and see who comes. And eventually, it became very clear that, well, number one, yes, you're right, mostly women that, that are attractive. A lot of them are traveling uh, solo, and some are from Taipei, some are from the expat community in Taipei, um, and many actually are from outside of Taiwan. So I would say close to 70% of our guests right now come from outside of Taiwan.
1: So what do you mean? They traveled, they actually flew into Taiwan to come and stay at the retreat center for how how, how many days at at a time? Or how many weeks at a time? I don't know.
0: Yes, so these guests would fly in. Our shortest program is one day, so from 9 to 5.30. Our longest is six days. So these women or guests, not just women, there's more and more men now, but initially yeah. there was mostly women. Uh, but these guests would fly in from the major cities around Taiwan, such as Hong Kong, Shanghai, Singapore, Malaysia. like Those places, th- those are probably accounting for 50% of our guests. And then the rest of the 30% are uh, tourists or Uh, people also from Europe, North America, Australia. We have guests from probably more than 40 different countries.
1: Definitely tune in next week to hear more from Lydia Chang and this first yoga retreat center in Taiwan. For In the Spotlight, I'm Shirley Lin.